Welcome back, my friends, to the In Obscuria podcast, a podcast where we exhume obscure rock and punk and metal, and we put them in one of three categories, the lost, the forgotten, or the should-have-beens. My name is Kevin Williams, and Hi. that guy over there- Hi, Kevin. Nice to meet you. Over there, that's Ronnie James, D.O.G.'s daddy. Yeah, doggy daddy. He is wound up. Yeah, we almost got a bark out. No, he's- There he Just goes. on cue. So I apologize to the listeners. I've got a dog that is just fired up tonight. I don't know why. He Well, I know why. He's been sleeping all damn day. Oh, well. He's had a very lazy day because his dad was... Uh, dad wasn't lazy, but I was just indoors upstairs a lot today. I was on the computer doing stuff. and Well, that sounded bad. Cody. <laughs> Cody with one arm? No, I was looking for auto parts. Uh <laughs> Talking on the phone and searching the interweb for car parts for obsolete uh, vehicles. This sounds like you're ready to get going on a little work that you got. No, not even for that. Oh, no, not even for that. Oh, yeah, this, this is different stuff. This is my day. I woke up, went to work, like, you know, you're supposed to, mm-hmm. and decided that I, I don't like that. And I came home. I was uh, gone for about an hour. It's cold. And uh, I didn't feel like it. And I just was like, no, I, I changed my mind. I'm coming home. So I went home and uh, got a call from my mechanic who makes a lot of money from me because I've got cars that I do work on myself that I get bored and I'm like, no, here, you do it. Because he was doing the brakes, doing right? Doing the work on the fire truck, doing the stuff that I got bored with and went, here, you fix the rest of it. Of course, we're missing one more part that got lost somewhere. So it's an obsolete part. Nobody makes them. Called around to 15 different car part sites and they all, when you tell them, it's for a 1947 Ford, and they just start laughing. They didn't have a box laying around? No. I mean, you don't, you don't finish saying a 1947 <laughs> heavy-duty truck. <laughs> yeah, right. What he's trying to say is that uh, our new brake pads are really cool. You're not even going to believe it. Like, um, let's say you're driving along the road with your family, and you're driving along, la 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 and then all of a sudden there's a truck tire in the middle of the road, and you hit the brakes. Whoa. That was close. <laughs> now let's see what happens when you're driving with the other guy's brake pads. You're driving along, you're driving along, and all of a sudden the kids are yelling from the back seat, I gotta go to the bathroom, Daddy. Not now, damn it. Truck tire. I can't stop. Help. There's a cliff. And your family's screaming, oh my God, we're burning alive. No, I can't feel my legs. In comes a meat wagon. And the medic gets out and says, oh my God. New guy's in the corner puking his guts out. All because you want to save a couple extra pennies. And to me, it doesn't get out. Now. 
So, uh, yeah, it's been a fun day. Then uh, Sounds like an eBay bid. Yeah, I scoured eBay, none of that. So I, I've had to put out some feelers out in Colorado. Some guy I know that's got one. He's got a junk one sitting in his farm. So mm-hmm. he's going to package the piece up, probably send it to me. Then I came up, went outside and worked on another obsolete, non-functional vehicle that I own next to the other non-obsolete but non-functional vehicle. I've got three vehicles right now that are derelict in my garage. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere right now. I'm, I'm working <laughs> on it. They're great cars. Don't get me wrong. I love them to death. But right now... Normal people call this a junkyard. You call it a junkyard. I'm a fleet manager at this point. Oh, you know that underneath all of this conversation, we will be hearing the sweet sounds of the Sanford and Son theme song. And my fire truck kind of looks like the Sanford Son. It's just like a bigger... A Sanford and Son truck on steroids is what my fire truck looks like. Big, beefy. So yeah, that was my day. I I uh, and so while I was on the computer and down in the garage, Ronnie James DOG does not join me in the garage. He does not like loud sudden noises and banging. So he slept on the couch all day, which means he's going to interrupt the show four or five times tonight. I'm sure. Okay. Well, that's fine. Hey, uh, earlier you had a baggie in your hand, and I didn't know if that meant I should hit a certain button or not. No, I didn't make these. Oh, uh, oh, my neighbors, I, I was like ready to get yeah. this button. Are you sure I can't? No, they're hit this delicious. Button? No, I, okay. I didn't make them. All right, I didn't make them. All right, they're not from the Garden of Eden. No, but I I, I showed them to you because my neighbor brought me some brownies, which is not a big deal. But I love how they have to write on the bag "not special" just to make sure I know. Ah, okay. <laughs> now I understand. Yeah, the context of the bag. Yes, I have okay. great, awesome neighbors down the street next door. Let me smell the baggie yeah, and make here, sure that these are that. not special. Yeah, because I've, I've made that mistake before and hyperventilated for about four hours straight. No dive! Yeah, I think we're going to have a normal night here. Yeah, that's good. okay. That's all right. You can have, you can have one. I'm going to have a They're brownie. They're really good. Because I, I can't, you. I can't be trusted with a bag of brownies. But yeah, that's just when she wrote it on there, I'm like, yeah, you, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> you get all excited. And, yeah, oh, like, it's oh, not brownies. special. Yeah, because she's like, I'm bringing some brownies. I'm like, oh, well, no, I can't do that. Ed- edibles and things like that. No, not my game, man. It just goes from zero to way. Seems to be way, way the the kids way do it too today, high. Though. Yeah, I there I I like edibles. about a third of what most people put in there because I'm a cheap date. It doesn't take much for me. And the last time I did that, I I didn't realize that it. No, but I think the first time I did a brownie, ate the whole thing. It one time first mistake second mistake i didn't realize they take like an hour to hour and a half to kick in so i thought well you, thought this, you were awesome that was a dud and i took off on my motorcycle mm-hmm. my little honda 70 yeah they kicked in right about 20 miles an hour coming down a hill and all of a sudden everything goes sideways yeah that was uh, a learning experience on my end oh wow good night board nice well after you have a not so special brownie go listen to pot of thunder Cobras and Fire, Growing Up Rock, Slamfest Podcast, Decibel Geek, A to Z Radio, Metal Up Your Podcast, The Hustle, Disciples of the Watch. Let me finish your brownie. Maybe that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> Should have waited until the song was playing. <laughs> until you're introducing all the podcasts that we talk about. Hold please. Schmack. People love this. This is great podcasting. Mm, mm. Great entertainment. You smacking. Okay. <laughs> I, I should have swallowed before I began that. What the hell did you just say? Podcast Rock City, Sean Geek and Fast <laughs> Bread Podcast, State of America, Rock Strikes 10, Potter Than Hell, The Ron Keel Podcast, Shout It Out Loudcast, The Kiss Room, Ages of Rock, Retro Zest Podcast, and Doomed! Forget about Monty. Hey, 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 it's Monty. 
Monty's Rockcast. Come visit us at inobscuria.com. Like us, share us, Facebook, X, Instagram. Leave us a review. Yeah, it's been a minute. I should probably go check. You check, but it's not. I mean, this is the first part of the first quarter, so it's still a little early. We can have a review at the end of the first quarter, maybe. Anything else you need to share with the people? Nothing. We're all caught up. Nothing that's public or interesting. Mm. So there's two things that public and interesting are both requirements for you to share. Yeah, yeah, because the stuff that I can't share that's interesting, but it has to be public and right. interesting. So right. yeah, okay, we don't meet the criteria this week. Not we this week. Move uh, forward. No, I've been I've been pretty mundane. It's cold, so haven't been outside stirring things up. Just been a homebody. All right. Well, this is the third episode of the year, and it's the third episode theme in a row that has come directly from the brainwaves of my esteemed co-host. Hell yeah. I don't even have to use the Ouija board anymore. I've been working hard, man. Yes, it all comes directly from you. I'm a content creator. Yes, apparently you have graduated to now lead content creator Uh-oh. for this podcast. Last week, as we were finishing up with our Shredding the Tomb episode, mm-hmm. you mentioned that the secret ingredient in your amazing wild rice and mushroom soup was... Love. What's wrong with you? No, white pepper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That other ingredient. Yes, yes. yes. And yeah. then you white said, pepper. I think you, exactly. I think you said it twice. You said, if I were going to start a funk band, I would call it white pepper. Doesn't that sound good? It sounds amazing. I should have trademarked it right then. So I thought, hmm, what would white pepper sound like? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. Episode 213. Casey and the Sunshine Band. Something Smells oh. Funky, Volume 8. White pepper. <laughs> so we are actually gonna play funk rock. Yeah. As we have in the past. We have actually done this nine episodes. And it's this still will be not our enough. ninth episode. It's still not enough. Of funk rock. This is our longest yeah. running series that we have. It's the way it should be. And if anybody <laughs> complains, I don't want to hear it. It's only volume eight, but we also did one with Captain Ryan. So that yeah, makes that was nine. So that's we have one more than we have the hairband episodes that mm-hmm. we do beneath the hair. So this is now overtaken as the longest running series that we have. And we always say rock, punk, and metal. We need to addend, ad- amend, amend. God, I say addendum, amend that so that rock, punk, and metal asterisk and funk. Or we just switch out punk with funk. Funk. When we do funk, this punk. episode. Yeah, funk, punk, metal. Rock, say it funk, real fast. And metal. Mm, anyway. <laughs> so in a nutshell, we have talked. Now, this is me in a nutshell. Help! I'm in a nutshell! How did I get into this nutshell? Look at the size of this bloody great big nutshell. What sort of shell has a nut like this? I mean, this is crazy. Obviously, nine times about what is funk rock. You know, how did we get from funk and soul and mix it with rock? Well, take the meters, James Brown, Parliament Funkadelic, Sly and the Family Stone, infuse it with rock and metal, and you get the bands that we've discussed in these episodes like 24 7 Spies, Living Color, Fishbone, The Chili Peppers, Extreme, Infectious Grooves. Those are what the more mainstream ones that you may know. We've covered a lot of other bands. Mm-hmm. And the last one we did, we ventured into the 80s and did all things synth funk. We were basing oh, yeah. everything on the changes that Prince brought about when he came around. So that's not what we're doing. This is going to be back to the original purpose of funk rock, funk metal. This is what I think your new band, White Pepper, is going to sound like. And I'm going to start with a brand new song that came out just last year, which last year was only a few days ago, really. Uh, wow. Mind blown. <laughs> really? Yeah. Just a few 
Wow. So here's a very current band. I think sounds like White Pepper. This is a band that our previous bass player and purveyor of funky tunes, Mr. Paul Johnson, oh, yeah, sent Paul. to me. He sent to me an Instagram, sent me a, I guess a, it was a, an outside performance because these guys are street buskers as well as they record their music and yeah. they tour, but they also do a lot of busking. They're a funk rock band from Scotland. Ooh. Welcome to all things Scottish. Our slogan is, if it's no Scottish, it's crap! Funky kilt. Yeah, rocking the funky kilt, kilt I guess. Rock. Now, the, the kilts you have are 100% scotch kilts, right? Well, actually, that's Scots kilts. Scotch is a drink. Scots are a people. But we're both quite tasty. But they have a pretty awesome social media presence due to their street busking and them always recording it. They've released a bunch of digital singles over the last two years, but no proper album yet. But they're gigging throughout the UK and Ireland right now in January and February. That's got to be cold. But Yeah, I didn't think about that. Huh? You know, you got to do what you got to do. It's in about 49 degree weather here. Which probably makes sense. You can't do a lot of street busking in this weather. So you're playing inside proper gigs, right? Maybe a subway station. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. The tube station. Tube, sorry. Tube station. The tube. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this band is called High Fade. And the single I'm going to play, Burnt Toast and Coffee. <laughs> nice.
right now I'm hungry. <laughs> you want some burnt toast and coffee? Mm, sounds good right about now. God, I hate to say this is kind of sacrilegious, but the guitar was very Prince-like. What the hell did you just say? What's wrong with you? Okay. Am I allowed to say that without you can offending say that. people? Yeah. I didn't okay. see a purple lightning bolt come down, yeah, okay, so I think good. you're all right. That's a compliment. That's a compliment. It's just not the vocals or anything else, but the guitar player was very Prince-like for some reason. It just yeah, his, reminded me of that. His chucking style. Yeah. yeah. And that's a good thing because I like that. And damn, the white balls are good. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Yeah. You can, you can tell. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very white and peppery. White pepper. Yeah. Yes. It reminds me of... Because I think we've mentioned this before, but we love this music because we've both delved in this together as mm-hmm. well as I was in a band called Confunky Fried, mm-hmm. and then I was in a band called Soul Speak, mm-hmm. and then you and I were in a you, band called you Mercy Beat. You much more than me, but because of you had been doing it a lot longer than I had when we joined together. When I met mm. you, I was kind of picking up your style as well based on what you liked, but then I'll be damned, I liked it too. And you were good at it. Yeah, it did, I fell yeah. naturally into that because I've been natural. playing a lot of acoustic, which is strummy, a lot of the right yeah. hand, and I just kind of, when I picked up the electric, it just kind of flowed into that. Yeah, so we we did this sort of thing, and when I heard this band, it not only reminded me of Confunky Fry, but it also reminded me of the first kind of Mercy Beat electric stuff that we did. Yeah, when we crossed that line. Before we crossed over into Big Jack. Big Jack wasn't as it, much It was of this. more rock and pop rock, yeah, yeah. but the, the middle ground was, was heavy in the funky side. Yeah, so love that band, High Fade. I hope they put out some more material. Keep busking, boys. It's good. Go check out their YouTube videos and their Instagrams. Really good. All right. A lot of the stuff that we play comes from the early 90s because that's when a lot of this was happening. That's when it was a thing. When Living Color kind of exploded on the scene, Uh along with Fishbone had a little bit of a moment where they were crossing over into mainstream, but Chili Peppers were the the really big one to Mm -hmm. cross over who've kind of been on top ever since. But there were a lot of bands in the late 80s, early 90s who were kind of doing this thing and bringing all of the heavy stuff in with the funky stuff. And you had all this alternative music, which originally that just meant that it's kind of a mix of all these different genres and then Mm -hmm. it became its own thing which is odd how that happens but that's what happens so I'm going to play one of these bands that only had one album and we've talked about in-betweeners this is an in-betweener band because this is a band somewhere between funk metal hair band thrash kind of a party band and they're from LA and they were friends with Jane's Addiction so they kind of have that early alternative thing going on as well and they're called Electric Love Hogs (laughs) (laughs) We need that on our banner. And they did one album in 1992. They toured the U.S. with STP, so a a very young first album, Stone Temple Pilots, and they toured with L.A. Guns, Inbetweener. Ooh, right. They were right in between. Then they went to the U.K. and they opened for Ugly Kid Joe, another Mm. band doing kind of the same thing. And I would say this band's a lot like Ugly Kid Joe because they, they kind of straddle all these different things that they do being heavy and being funky. Now, the members of this band went on to be in various bands that were big in the 90s. So, John Feldman. Is that Corey's brother? What the hell did you just say? Not Corey's brother, to my knowledge, but he is the guy who was vocals and guitar in the band Goldfinger, who was a ska punk band who had some success for an album or two. One good hit. Yeah, one one to two good hits. Here in my bedroom. There was a a Superman song from the second album. I can't remember. But (laughs) the other person that's in this band is Dave Kushner. And he was, originally he was a punk 
guy. He was in a band called Wasted Youth. He joined Electric Love Hogs after Wasted Youth, but he went on to play in Infectious Grooves. He crossed over into Suicidal Tendencies because those are just kind of a family. He played for Danzig for a little while. And then he was the other guy, the other guy in Velvet Revolver. The one that nobody knew who he was. Yeah, because he had some. Everybody else knew the Guns N' Roses and the STP. Pretty guy. big names in that band, and the, the dude standing over there playing behind. So Flash. Th- think about that. Dave Kushner in Electric Love Hogs opened for STP all those years earlier, so he knew Wyland from back in the day. And then in, when he's putting a band together with the Guns N' Roses guys, he gets Wyland to be the singer. That's cool to be on his speed dial. Yeah, pretty cool. Right next to his drug dealer. Yeah, exactly. Kelly Lemieux is the bass player. He also played with Dave Mustaine in his solo project called MD45. And he eventually joined Goldfinger. So he was also in Goldfinger. And then finally, Bobby Hewitt, the drummer. He's the guy that uh, started the band Orgy. Smack my bitch up. Mm, Who Didn't they have uh, Blue Monday was their cover that they did that was huge. But they had a How few albums. How does it feel? Exactly. So, anyway, all these guys go on to do all these other things after this band. But this is a pretty damn good album. It's an in-betweener, so not every song is going to be funk, but this one is. And this is a song from their self-titled album, This Is Just Another Day.
Kevin Williams. Mm-hmm. How'd you find that, man? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's some shit. serious, awesome research. Mark this down. I think it's the first time we've ever played prog rap. <laughs> you, you might be right. Because that was awesome. Yes. It just took you through time. I mean, you early 90s, you had, was it Kevin Dude Bro from Quiet Right in there? Dude Bro. It did kind of sound Dude like bro. It. That was here in my bedroom guy. That's how he sounded back then. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Mind blown. But yeah, you went from, once again, early 80s metal yeah. to then 90s you got a little thrash punk, and chunky. And then you went backwards even further into 70s rap. Like, was it Summer Hill Gang or something like that? Yeah, Sugar Hill Gang. Sugar, Summer Hill. Yeah. Sugar Hill Gang rap. Well, it sort of had that, yes, that pre-gangster rap. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. The early, early rap. Yeah. Early, early hip-hop. Good stuff. God, that was awesome. Isn't it great? It was like a, all, all of that was of done. genres in one song. All of that was done in less than four minutes. Yeah, done. History Amazing. lesson. Exactly. Love that band. I'm, gonna, I'm looking forward to listening to that again. One album. Now, like I said, they're in-betweeners, so yeah. you don't know what you're going to get on every song. You, right. You get a little more thrashy on That's some okay. other stuff, and you know, you get a little hair bandy on another one. Any any of those it's directions. Good stuff, man. I'll take it all, any and all of that. But they do have a lot of funk in there. I mean, yeah. they're the electric love hogs. How could they not be? Yeah. Back when I was listening to Goldfinger in the 90s, I didn't know about this band. I don't only knew about them in the last, I don't call it 10 years. I can't believe that's the same guy. I know. It sounds very different. <laughs> really funny. Everybody has a story. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody comes from somewhere else. He could totally rock a Quiet Riot cover band now. <laughs> He's looking for work. He could be the new guy because yeah. I, I don't. You know, I'm pretty sure Dubrow's not with us anymore. No, he's <laughs> deader, deader than dead. Yes, long gone, long gone, graveyard dead. R.I.P. Kevin Dubrow. Yeah. All right, so let's do another more recent band, and this is another album that came out last year in 2023 that I heard on the old Bandcamp. I love Bandcamp, man. Mm-hmm. I find so many bands just going down the rabbit holes, and if you like this, and oh, well, look, here's another band, and oh, here's another one, and I, it's probably the most fun I have when I'm by myself. It took over that other thing that I used to do. Oh, yeah, that's right. You don't, you don't need that. I, and my, my socks are so much cleaner these days. <laughs> Magazines aren't sticky. (laughs) (laughs) This is a band from Brisbane, Australia, and they have heavy grooves and kind of smooth, poppy melodies. They're very current. They're touring the... Touring? Touring. (laughs) Touring all over the place. Let me try that again. They are touring the Australia-Asia circuit, so they don't. They haven't come here yet, but yeah. they're doing that whole well, it's area summer, of the world. It's summer it is. where they are, it so is that's, I would stay there for a while. I would say, after owning this album for a little while, I would say they own a lot of their sound to, I would assume, listening to 90s Incubus and Faith mm-hmm. No More, because the singer definitely has that vibe, mm-hmm. that kind of Mike Patton, Brandon Boyd kind of vibe to his voice, and the band is sort of, uh, I can tell these are like jazz as schooled guys who were doing this to have a lot of fun. But that's my interpretation. We'll see. So what you're saying is they're dumbing it down for us. I think they're nerds. Nerds, yeah. I think they're nerds that know how to rock. Really amazing musicians, but we're going to just play rock because, you know, that's what you want to hear. And they have an awesome name. Their name is Osaka Punch. (laughs) And we're going to play from their album, Mixed Ape. This is how we operate. Clever. Change, rearrange, throw shit. 
twinkle in his eye and a hole in his pants He reached out and touched the sky, he does the monkey dance It seems clear to me, this ain't the way it's supposed to be So let go, let's get close to me guys that had invited me to jam with them theoretically within three seconds of them starting i would have put my guitar back in the case and <laughs> just slipped out of the room yeah. in embarrassment because <laughs> i realize these guys are musical gods compared to me so that's a serious talent but wow back and forth between the jingly funky jazzy to the heavy yeah very schizophrenic yeah i mentioned faith no more and incubus but much heavier than faith well faith no more can get pretty heavy but that was still heavier by a couple of notches as i'm listening to the uh to the chorus it hit me all of a sudden like oh duh it's seven dust it sounds oh, very similar. Yeah, dust. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's spot on. Yeah. And then the other thing is there's a band that we played in one of our very first funk episodes, a band another band from Australia called Twelve Foot Ninja. They're not around anymore, but they also sound a lot like Twelve Foot Ninja. So it's cool that these bands are still out there doing mm-hmm. this, you know, today. Yes. So I like it. I like the resurgence that we're seeing, especially out of Australia. I guess we're gonna have to go over there and hang out with Craig and go see some of these bands. New wave of classic funk rock. <laughs> to walk well, for I don't even want to try it's that getting one. harder and harder <laughs> it's getting it's injure, getting worse we're gonna injure ourselves all right well let's go back to the 90s and sort of so this is a band that came to me as a recommendation from a man we respect mm-hmm. a man that we've talked about on the program and we covered his band and then he sent us a little message saying thank you and he and I go back and forth a little bit but I'm talking about Mr. Jimmy Hazel from 24-7 Spies, he let me know that this band from St. Louis that used to tour with 24-7 Spies in the 90s put out a new album. And so he was letting everybody know, hey, Sinister Dane has a new album. And 
I was unfamiliar with this band, but doing a little research, they were one of these 90s band that was on the punk funk scene, and they played at CBGB's at one point, and Living Color saw them, because Living Color's from New York, mm -hmm. and they invited them to open on one of their tours in 1992. They got signed, put out an album, but it didn't go anywhere. Columbia Records put it out, and I guess they didn't know what to do with them. For whatever reason, it came out in 94 and then just kind of quickly went away, and looks like the band sort of went away for a while. But before that, they toured with not only Living Color, they toured with 24-7 Spies, 311, No Doubt, and Public Enemy. They had some. They had some fun. Fun and some pretty good clout to tour with. Yeah, I mean those those are all just in the huge in, bands in ninety four. That that's that was everywhere. Absolutely. So they disbanded obviously for a long time, and then in twenty twenty three they put out their second album. All these years later, we get another one, yeah. and it's called The Claws of Time. It is on Bandcamp if you want to go get it. They have vinyl, they have CDs, or you can get the digital download. But Sinister Dane, here's some brand new Sinister Dane, a classic nineties funk band doing it again. This is a song called Ravens.
next part after that. I know. I was wanting it to go on as well. Yeah, this, I can Just understand a, why. Uh, good group. In living color or li- in living color. Damn it! I, I that was, was a TV show. I had a fifty-fifty shot. Like <laughs> you were almost I, half there. a second. I was like, oh shit, which one? Living color. I can see that why was I, very confusing at the time for a lot of people because the TV show came. It was out a pure coincidence. Wasn't like it? a year later. It was a, yeah, but people that were aware of Living Color, the band. Yeah. Of course, they spelled theirs differently. Oh, that's right. And then you had In Living Color out at the same time. And yeah, there was a lot of confusion with that. sync was there and it just made it even worse. (laughs) They they were a little late. Oh, yes, Okay. Uh, But I could see why they liked them because very Corey Glover. Yeah. uh, On the vocals. Yep, Uh, absolutely. once again, back to Incubus. Incubus. Yeah, that's that's the groove. It just got a good, it was not as, not oh, harsh, overtly funky. funky. Yeah, yeah, but it had, it a, good, had a more groove. of a groove. Yeah, absolutely. It reminded me of 24-7 Spies or of Fishbone yeah, or of Living too. Color. It just had that kind of groove to it. And the vocal harmonies and the mm. the chords that they chose to use were very funk. And that was 2023, right? Just came out. And it, it could have been 1993, 94, 95, absolutely. somewhere, anywhere in there. Just came out. And also, Jimmy has let everybody know that 24-7 Spies will have a new album out this year. 2024, a new 24-7 How many does that make? That will be, let's see, somewhere around seven, I believe. Seven? Okay. It's respectable. Maybe eight. Well, does that mean maybe a tour? Hopefully, yeah, because they had the one, and then they had to cancel because of COVID, and yeah. we were supposed to go see them on uh-huh. my birthday. Mm-hmm. That's what I was asking. And then, yeah. So hopefully a, they're going to come. You get a do-over, maybe. Hopefully. One day we're going to get there. All right. So I don't know if that's exactly what your band, White Pepper, is going to sound like. But I think this next band, I think this is really spot on to yeah. what, when I envision what Robert's White Pepper okay. funk band is going to sound rock, like. A funky Southern rock, like a Skinner, but more funky. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I, I envision you, if you're going to do a true funk band, I think... Knowing you, I'm thinking you're going to invite some people that play horns. Oh, yes. Because you want some real horns yes. if you're going to do this. Yeah, you can I, do I've, it right. I've got my dad's trumpet. I've sold mine 30 years ago, but I've got my dad's. You've got one on a wall up there you can probably ply off. That's true. I got yeah, I got some art. <laughs> I don't think it'll sound so no, good. Gonna, some art pieces. <laughs> you have to unweld some yeah. things. But anyway, this band is a Nashville based group. So I, I think, you know, they're very close to our, our southern mm-hmm. roots here. And the guitarist in this band I was introduced to on the Decibel Geek podcast. So if you don't listen to Decibel Geek, you need to. And by, you by need- the way, can you hear Ronnie James DOG? James I can hear gnawing going on. Yeah. He is tearing up a bone. He brought his this. bone all the way across the room and sat under the table where we're recording and chewing on his bone. I'm like, thanks. Sitting on the Ouija board. Yes. He's on the Ouija board chewing a bone. Chewing a bone. While we're recording. Like, no, no, no chill on that. That's dog. how we do this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, back to Decibel Geek. So they have several episodes with this guy. He's a he's an original dude. He's an entertainer, guitarist. He can tell some awesome stories. His name's Toddzilla. <laughs> and Toddzilla, nice. his hair, he's known for, he's got like this mullet, and then his his hair on the top is like the, the highest mohawk-looking hair yeah. you've ever seen. But a mullet hawk. Mullet hawk. And he has all these stories. He works in... He's always worked in Nashville in guitar stores, Mm -hmm. so you can actually go see him. Buy strings from him? Yeah, I don't know where he works now, but he's just a character, and he does these bands at night, and he has several bands. He's a really, really good guitarist. He brought brought himself up on Eddie Van Halen and Prince, Mm -hmm. and then he kind of mixes all that together to put these bands together. Uh, He's excited. He has one called, the most current one, it's Toddzilla's Rip Roaring Rock and Roll Big Top. 
and it's a mouthful. Th- it is a mouthful, and they do a lot of Prince tributes. Ooh. So you can go to Nashville and see all these Prince tributes that he does. He wears a full like purple suit, mm-hmm. and he's always rocking it to the nines. He's got another band called Funk Hammer, and then he's got this one that we're going to play called Jones World, and they've been around for. 15 plus years and they have horns and they're more soulful as well as his kind of 80 style guitar mm-hmm. playing on top of it so it's a unique sound you could only find this band jones world on reverb nation or youtube there's nothing out there that you can go purchase really but you can get some free songs on reverb nation but killer i again i think this is this is white pepper if it we'll weren't see. Toddzilla, we'll this see. would be white pepper in my opinion okay feel the groove robert somebody hit me with it Take a look around you, see what's going on Some people see a drive but still wouldn't get off the phone You could be bleeding to death and they'd act like nobody's home yeah. Uncle Sam will tell ya, you got to give us some more But I know just what to do Whenever it gets me 
Yeah, that might be what it sounds like. I don't know if my band would be that good, but <laughs> I enjoyed it. I'm glad you know you thought that highly of me that I would be in a band that good. That's cool. That may be a little more New Orleans than you would go, but still, I think we might have one album where we delve into that. We go yeah. down to New Orleans and spend like yeah. a year or so, just blackout drunk for a year, and then make that <laughs> album. So yeah, maybe kind of has that yeah that feel. I said fill the group, but I meant feel feel the group. Oh, I wasn't yes. sure. Yeah, yes. Phil Phil McGroin. Phil McCracken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and so I was going to say also, since there's no music out there for people to go and buy. Of white pepper. To support. Mm. The, no, no, Todd. Oh, Todd. Todd, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, th- I thought you meant white pepper. There's also no music for I white pepper. I thought you were already kicking yeah. up starters for white pepper. <laughs> I've already registered the website while we were uh, uh, listening to that song. No, for Todd. For Todd Zilla. You said there's no music to purchase. Not for Jones World, no. Jones World. We have friends in Nashville. We should put the feelers out and find out where he works, because if he works at a music store, mm-hmm. there's a pretty good chance he works on commission. Mm-hmm. We should send him some business his way. That's a good point. Go, go find this guy and That's buy a, a set point. of strings. You need a new cable. Right. You, listener, right there in Nashville, you need a new cable for your guitar or bass. Go buy it from Todd. And then go see Todd Zilla's Rip Roaring yeah. Rock and Roll Big Top. You can get like a, I'm sure he'll have a flyer or something. He'll, he'll tell you where to go look that up on the interwebs. You get that on a shirt, it's going to go on the front and the back. And get a selfie with him. <laughs> Send us a selfie with Todd at the music store. Todd Zilla. Yeah, so that was, we should reward him for that. Absolutely. I, I agree with you. And he's been at Rock and Pod before. He has shown up in his full, his full regalia. I would love to have him and Sam Smith just do a oh. rock and roll off right there in front of Sam us. Sam Spade. Spade. What's wrong with you? Sam Smith was a different musician. <laughs> Sam Smith is like a pop dude, right? Yeah. Okay. God, my brain is... That's right. I knew what you I'm meant. Getting, you, you see, know, I was right with you. It's not that I'm forgetting you. the names. I'm like one over. So at least I'm just right next to the correct answer. <laughs> yeah, Instead exactly. of just blanking out and staring at the wall for 20 seconds, I'm just missing it by one little thing. Alphabetically, you were there. Yeah, right there. That's all I can hope yeah. in life. Sam Spade, yes, from the Midnight Devil. Close enough for you to fill in the blanks. I, I knew what you meant. Yeah, we're, we're a team. Yeah, this is how it works here. <laughs> I'm the special one. <laughs> well, I'm going to make this next song selection easy for you. Thank you. Because do you don't have to pay attention to the lyrics at all. I don't ever do. Oh, sorry. Shh. <laughs> 
That was supposed to be not Don't even loud. try. That was not supposed to be out loud. Don't sorry. try to pay attention to the lyrics because okay. you're not going to understand a word this guy's saying. Yeah, that was the last episode, or no, two episodes ago on the trucking one. You did the Swedish one. I'm like, yeah. I didn't understand anything. And you were like, that's right, they're Swedish. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no wonder. Well, this is not, I will not be playing Mork, Mork, Mork because this yeah. is not a Swedish band. This is a, another 90s funk band that disbanded and then they got back together and then they disbanded and they got back together mm-hmm. and they disbanded again they got back together again oh i i'm not sure if they're together now or not i, I lose track but this is a band from chiba japan what's happening hot stuff and yeah, that national anthem's not as fun to sing <laughs> yeah we're not gonna try it they took their name uh this is great they took their name from the 1985 movie that helped propel rap and hip-hop to the mainstream crush groove did you ever see crush no. groove no do you know this movie i've heard the name but it was just like every other movie that there was a fad it was skateboard it was bicycle like the bmx thing we Rad. talked uh-huh. every and still to this day there'll be a fad or something thrashing for skateboard yeah and then somebody tries to make money off of it by doing a movie and and yeah, it was electric. Electric was, Boogaloo was the, uh, one and two. Yes, what, what was that called though? Break dancing. What was it? Breaking. It breaking. was breaking. Breaking. Yeah. Yes, breaking two electric boogaloo. That's what it was. Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> no, Crush Groove featured the music and the amazing acting of Sheila E. Mm. Run DMC. Yeah. Curtis Blow, mm-hmm. and of course... That was that Leonard Skinner song. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew they were they so into hip-hop? song about Curtis Blow. And the three gentlemen that took the movie to the next level. I'm talking about the Fat Boys. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what I learned how to go... <laughs> Oh, the beatbox. Did you ever try to beatbox when you were in oh, I was, middle high school? That was a fun shtick for skinny white boy Robert Harrison, because I could do impressions and stuff back then. It was just- Pretty to, good at impressions. Yeah, so. to, to be a jackass, anything to be a jackass. I would practice that, you know. So yeah, I think I had like a little 30-second beatbox thing, which I don't know what yeah. it is It now, was a but. big deal. So if you don't know- <laughs> Oh, yeah. Before, before everybody had turntables and could do all that, yeah. the fat boys were like, Screw it, we're just gonna beatbox, we're just gonna do it with the mouths. Yeah, acoustic, yeah. acapella. Just give us a demonstration of what you do, human beatboxer. I'll, I'll step back. <laughs> American Acapella band is what they were. <laughs> <laughs> they were an acapella group. They were really ahead of their time, yeah. So, yeah, this is an amazing movie called Crush Groove. It's about a fictional group called Crush Groove with K. Huh, I wonder where they got the idea for the K from. I know. Casey and the Sunshine Band. Did I say no. Sunshine? I did. You I said Sunshine. I said Sunshine Band. No, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking of... Yes! You didn't, Dio didn't even look at you. Didn't even look at He's me. He's busy with that bone. He's There's your kiss connection with, with a K. I brought a kiss connection where there wasn't one. Look at that. Yeah, you did. You just went way. Did you pack a lunch? You had to go pretty far for I that. I did. I did. Anyway, <laughs> Crush Groove with K. And uh, yeah, so go go check that out on YouTube if you've never seen it. We'll probably put a little trailer right here. Hey, check out the stars. Sheila E. Run DMC. The Fat Boys. And Curtis Blow. The story. 
music? We're selling records we don't even have. I want parents to turn this music off, all right? The sound. and the clubs, they created the sound that will turn their world around. Crush Groove. That's not who we're talking about, but it does make it really hard to find this band because if you go use the old interweb and you put in Crush Groove with a K, you're going to get all sorts of stuff about this movie here in the States. And not and the band. Nothing about you have to really go deep to get mm-hmm. the Japanese band Crush Groove, but I got them. I got them, Robert, and they are a true funk metal band. They have three albums. Two of them came out of the 90s, and then the one I'm going to play is from their third reunion, second reunion. I lose track. This one came out in 2002 from their album Have a Break. Here's Crush Groove with KG. Kenny G? What the hell did you just say?
were deep man they really moved me wow um yeah so that japanese funk rock just like a lot of other japanese guitars that are overachievers <laughs> really good he was pretty sloppy though for, i was thinking I mean, for a japanese guitar usually they're so precise it was still good oh it was good it was like it was, it was, it was he's so good that he had to like pretend to play sloppy He's one of those guys. It just sounded to me like I want to go see this band live because yeah. I can it only like imagine energy. what that show. A would lot be of energy like. in that show. Oh yeah, I bet the crowd is going nuts. Yeah, the whole time. All that pent up energy. They have ah. to be so disciplined and oh yeah, respectful. Exactly, it's exactly and nice. right. It's exactly yeah, right. They just let it out. They, they just go nuts. And yeah, I I would love to see this band live if they're together again. They might have broken up. Yeah, and so to clarify, that is not on the movie soundtrack, right? That is not in Crush Group. Okay. Yes, that is not on the soundtrack so don't go looking there no you're gonna get sheila e a lot of sheila e music yeah. pretty sure she didn't play on that i didn't hear the fat boys or curtis blow <laughs> so no i don't think so <laughs> that curtis blow he was the finest picker to ever play blues <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> that was confusing as a young man curtis, curtis blow, blow and curtis was a, i knew him first as rapper and then yeah. when i'm getting into classic was, rock I'm like, wait a, a minute he was what? a blues musician that died <laughs> oh he stole that yeah, guy's but name wait, he's still alive do you know that Curtis Blow, the rapper, was Curtis Blow with a K? Do you know where he got that from? Krispy Kreme? Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. Donuts. I have one more. <laughs> You're hungry. You made yourself hungry. <laughs> Damn it. That brown, well, we got, started with a brownie, and then... We only have one song. Okay. If you can get through one, one more, more song, song snack you time. can go eat. We had a halftime in our last episode. I know. We're not going to have to do that this time, are we? No, but I All was right. thinking about that. I was like, that was nice. It was a nice little break. little snacks next time. I'll pack, I'll pack some snacks. It was not nice for me to edit, because we literally had like 10 minutes of just us just smacking munching and smacking. <laughs> It was good for us, not the listeners. Right. Yes. Right. We, we did not make that. for a good podcast. We're not here for us. We're here for our f- people, our fans, our friends. Yeah, screw that. We're here for us. We're, and us. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to watch the dog anyway. All right. I'm going to end with another 90s band. This is another true in-betweener band that were equal parts funk metal grunge. You said wiener. What's wrong with you? I said wiener. Good, baby. Very good. I don't think so. In between, uh, I see where you're going. I'm uh, sorry. Not what I mean. Not what I mean. Not, not, not what I mean. Say no more. 
I'm 13. Took, it took me a minute. I'm 13. This is it's fun to be 13. Got how many how many sound clips will I have just thrown <laughs> on you for that? Six. Yes, probably right. <laughs> okay. Equal parts funk metal, grunge, thrash, and oh by the way, they're a Christian metal band. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's about as in between as oh, you can be wow. in the nineties. Okay. This is a band called Precious Death. What wait, what? <laughs> Yes, Precious Death, a Christian metal band. And get this, they were actually really popular on the mainstream L.A. scene in the mid-90s, even though they were a, a Christian band. So Striper in the 80s, and, and then, then these Precious guys Death in the, in in the, the 90s. 90s. Okay. But also, if you remember, in the mid-90s, no one was paying any attention to L.A. whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Everything had moved to Seattle. Mm-hmm. And so the mainstream paid no attention, but there was still an L.A. scene, and these guys were pretty big on the the L.A. scene that was still there. They put out an album in 95 that won Album of the Year in the L.A. Music Awards, and it's called Southpaw. And it was also nominated for a Dove Award, which is the Christian Christian Grammy, basically. Christy. It's been ranked as one of the top 10 essential Christian metal albums of the 90s. And there's four of them. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's Petra, there's whatever Striper had out, yeah, and Precious Death. Does it? But they're in the top ten. <laughs> Wait, there was two Petra albums. That's no. right. That's how we got number one podcast. There was right out of the top ten podcasts. There were three podcasts. I got another email this week. We're number three top all time rock. On I think the first the- taste is free. The next email is going to go. Hey, if you wanted to know where you rank, yeah. you need to send us five yeah. bucks. You're going. You're falling unless yeah. you yeah. unless you give us five bucks. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I don't know. Anyway, back to Precious Death. So it's unfortunate they lived up to their name because they ceased to make it to the millennium. They went from 95 to 99, mm. and that was it for Precious Death. They had the rapture back then. That's they why. A, they had a Precious Death. Yes, I guess it was the rapture. But they're, you don't know if you're going to get kind of this grunge song or a funk metal song or thrash or somewhere in between or a, a nice Christian gospel metal song. ballad. You know, you don't know what you're going to get, but it's a really cool band. They have a couple albums, but Southpaw is the one I'm going to play from. And again, 1995, this is a funky little ditty called Shine.
Jeff Tate on the vocals. <laughs> Heard a little Queens right there. Yeah, that you? was good. Guy has some pipes. Serious pipes. That's impressive. And so this is a Christian metal funk band that, you know, how do you, normally to get backstage for the groupies, they've got to <laughs> maybe perform a service, let's just say. Not a church service, but a service mm. for the roadie. Yes. But in a Christian metal band, what, they go up to the roadie and the roadie's like, honey, you want to get backstage? You better recite my favorite verse. It's from First Fleshalonians, <laughs> verse 2, chapter 69. <laughs> What the hell did you just say? <laughs> That's uh, what I imagine. Is, like, and then they get back there, and what? Are they, I don't know. What do they do? Just uh, they, juice? Uh, you know, hookers, hold, and, blow, hold, hookers and blow. Hold hands. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anything changes. That's what I'm, if that's the case, that's fine. That's what I imagine it's like. But as long if, as you repent, if they really are the like <laughs> saints backstage, I'm like, well, no, dude, no, 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 no. Let me explain how this works. Wow. So that's what you came out of that with. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Oh man. What's wrong with you? Damn good band though, right? Yeah. I mean, it was like. Sly and the Family Stone meets Primus. Really heavy, but had that funky sensibility to it and with amazing vocals, as we mentioned before. Crazy bass skills. Yeah. Yeah. That slap bass. All these bands with a slap bass. That's so cool. I'd I'd love to do that. That that genie comes out of the bottle with three wishes. One of them's going to be, I want to play slap bass. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Six million dollars. But yeah, slap bass is one of those three, at least. That just looks like so much fun. I tried it and it hurt for four or five days. I was not doing it right. Yeah, it was never never been my thing. I can barely do it. Yeah. But I've played with others that could and bands that could. It's you know, just JC cool. and Souls oh, yeah, he was yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Eden in uh Funky Fried, he was great. Yeah. And even Connor back way back when I was in front oh, of him. He could he, he could do it really well. That's just, it's so. it's fascinating. It's just a skill set I'll never have, but it's still cool. Yeah. So that's what I got for you. I think that's what white pepper may sound like. It, that's a version like around there. We may go through phases. Mm. It, we'll evolve. You know, we won't stay in just one place. So yeah, I think we could. There's a good chance we would cross into that territory. Hmm. Okay. What? Well, stay tuned. White pepper coming. White to, pepper to coming. To we get to say it right though. White, white pepper. pepper. It's, it has no R. It's P E P P A. Well, you can't do that. Wasn't that salt and pepper? You can't do that. But I'm just white. Oh, white salt and pepper. White, nah, nah, you can't do that. Nah, cause salt it's got to be pepper. It's white away. It's just pepper. White pepper. Yeah. All right. Maybe the R is just kind of in parentheses. Parenthetically R. I think, you know, maybe it's backwards well, like in corn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. All right. You're, you're going in the marketing department. That's for sure. Okay. All right. Well, that's what I got for you. Got a little funky. That was nice, man. It's supposed to be crappy tomorrow. I'm going to sleep in. I don't think I'm going to work tomorrow either. I'm going to fly to Miami. Oh, not good. You better get, well, don't get there early because your flight's going to be about four hours late. Oh, man. Because anytime it's raining, you know, the airport gets really backed yeah, up like the toilet. can't fly so. a plane in the rain, huh? Well, it's the storms that slow everything down because there's five billion planes trying to land and take off from Hartsfield every five minutes. Well, they maybe I'll be in Miami. Maybe I won't. I hope you get there safely, though, because I would love to be in Miami right now. And any, Yeah, I would definitely, maybe I can fit in your carry-on luggage. You probably could. Put me under the seat. You have to hold my CPAP. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me I gotta go get a new one of those mine's like 15 years old it, it's gasoline powered you gotta start it like a lawnmower <laughs> run, 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 run. <laughs> alright well let's get out of here so we can go snore see ya later later